did something pretty cool yesterday. Did you happen to see anything on it? I did. It's kind of neat, huh? What? Uh, I didn't know that I could catch a football that good. I never saw that. I saw Chase running with some guy running backwards. He's the tight end, Charlie Warner. Smoked him backwards. Didn't smoke him, but he shouldn't have beat him. He, he ran forward the first time, and Chase's croc fell off. Whoever wears crocs, if you're out there listening, stop wearing crocs. He wore crocs to a football practice? Yeah. He showed up here the night before to go, 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 get out of here and go change him. He's like, no, my dad's not home and all this. I'm like, oh, these crocs, man. You talk about the lazy, you, the laziification of a, of the world. Would you slide a pair on like right out of waders and into them? And never have. But I, I'm not afraid to wear slides. I'm not afraid. I'm not. I, I just have a, 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 a Crocs have replaced traditional shoes that need to be worn because of because of laziness. Mm-hmm. People aren't tying their boots up or tying their shoes up. Or sliding their or their the cowboy boots on, because they wear those Crocs everywhere because they think they're stylish. They're ugly as shit. They they might work for like a dog trainer and that you wear them out there, but still, you dog trainers would train in in in, in shoes and boots and knee boots for in snake boots for history. All I'm saying is that slides and flip-flops don't replace regular shoes for me when it's summertime i'm gonna wear a pair of flip-flops they're totally different than crocs mm-hmm. i'm not gonna wear crocs to the mall or do a football stadium you know but right. people do and i just have a big issue with them it's a bad issue i just I, do you have an issue with them i yeah i i don't own a pair never owned a pair never put a pair on i, I get like the you know like when you stay at, at rocky's place in chico and you don't want to wear your muddy boots all through the place, right? You kick the muddy boots off, you put the Crocs on. I, I get that. I don't own a pair, have never worn a pair, but, yeah, the the wearing them everywhere and out to dinner, and now kids are decorating all oh. the front of them, and then they're going to wear them everywhere. You'll I hate see. them. Yeah. I hate them. Yeah, I don't like them either. Tie your vans up. I just have an issue with them. They give them to people in prison now, too. Stoners. Orange ones. You know, it's, I think a lot of people that wear them are lazy, eating those chips ahoy, can't bend over to tie their shoes. It sounds sad, but it's true. Sure. And it's just the way I am. It's just, and when he wore them, I'm like, I'm not taking you. I don't want you to wear Crocs to the 49ers football camp, which wasn't a big deal. He's not, he's 12 years old. Right. But he would have been able to run a lot faster in that first race if he didn't have them on. Right. But it was cool. I mean, getting to hang with Colton and, and Charlie and then hanging out with, with uh, McCaffrey, who's, God, can he fly? It was a whole practice. You got to see Debo. You know, you got to see George Kittle was hanging with us. He's a stud tight end, one of the best in the league. Where do they practice at? Right in Santa Clara, right next door to the stadium. They oh, got really? a full compound campus there. It's awesome. Did you go through, like, the locker room and all that? I have an idea for a trip. No, I didn't go. When I saw the, got to go in the weight room. I put up uh, three plates, which is 315, 19 times. No. And then they did the combine test with me, which is two plates. Did they signed it. And I did it 41 times. They tried. They had an agent there. I wasn't really impressed with him. <laughs> You'd rather die. <duck laughs> I'm like, have you ever seen Jerry Maguire? And he's like, never heard of it. And I'm like, well, you can't be my angel. You're like, or my agent. Can, my angel. Can we I have the- kind of a trip planned. What do you think of this? Um, the Bengals are a good team. Cincinnati. Um, my birthday's the 21st of October, which I get back from Canada on the 22nd or 23rd. I'm thinking of a little birthday trip right before Halloween on October 29th. We roll down Cincinnati at the 49ers. We'll sit in the family section, have dinner with the guys that night, have a little, go to a little party, maybe go back to the city for a birthday party. That's what I'm thinking of. 
Yeah, that's nice. I don't know if you can do it, though, because you'll have an excuse, but I'm letting you know about I do everything. What do you think about How that? How far is that trip from the city to the stadium? I don't know. Santa Clara is part of the bay, isn't but it? It's, it's kind of a ways out there, right? Isn't it part of the bay? I don't, I don't know how it all works down there. I didn't even know that Manteca thing was so close to, you know. What Manteca thing? No, I'm saying like Manteca is like part. I don't know if it's part of the bay, but it's, you know, it's so close. Manteca? Yeah. Manteca is more San Jose. I guess it's kind of, but it's. I mean, it's right there. What, what are you doing in Manteca? I went there with you for that duck calling thing. It was just surprising to me where it was. Oh, that Bass Pro down there? Yeah. I'm just looking at how close it is because lo- I love going to the city. You know that? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's an hour away. Or we can stay there and party at Stanford. I was going to say Palo Alto looked pretty close. Yeah, that's where Stanford is. It's like 10 minutes from there. Sunnyvale is where my grandma used to live. That's where sh- uh, we ought to see who's playing Shoreline that day. Is there going to be a concert there that night? Well, that game is. Or is it Shoreline or Mountain View? I forget which Mountain one's right Mountain View is the one right there. The one that, the one that uh, Jerry Garcia designed. You looking up their schedule? I didn't. I don't want to have too much dead air. I'll go. October 29th. You can go. Always. What was that call that just happened? I believe that's called an invite. <laughs> look at the look what you just rolled out. You want to take me to Santa Clara to go to a 49er game? Sit in the family section, have dinner with some players, and then go to a party. You want me to call you and be like, hey, do you want to come cook some slop over at the Elks Lodge? Yeah. With me and three people. Yeah, that would have been nice. By the way, you're going to be there 12 hours. Yeah, like that one weekend that I'm taking you. I'm landing in Sacramento. <laughs> oh, yeah, taking see, you to San Francisco. I'm, I've invited to uh, pick you up. And then I don't even get invited to come back to the elk feed for, uh, for the chowder feed. I invited you. You said you were going dove hunting. I don't know. And remember. you know it. And that actually happened on a podcast. We could look that up. November. I invited you to the hot August nights. What are you looking up now? I'm seeing if it Friday, October 6th is the last one they have. They closed down for the colder season. They must. It would still be fun. It might still be something. I heard because I hear there's nothing in Santa Clara, right? Like everyone that's told me they've gone to a game, then they just kind of go back to their hotel because there's really nothing to do there. So we'd have to go to like Sunnyvale or Palo Alto or something. Which is fine. I would go to the city. An hour is not that big of a deal, and really. what? Well, we have to go to the house of Prime Rib at some point. You'd buy me that for my birthday? Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> yeah. It's steep. My feet would be so cold that night. You know, Hell would be freezing over. Like I bought you dinner the other night at Bullies, you and Sean. You did, kind of. You pulled out that wallet. Not kind of. Bullies is just like going to the house of Prime Rib. It's gotten so God. expensive. <laughs> for bar food? No one to go. But wouldn't that be path. a cool trip? That'd be a great trip. I need to figure out who to invite on it. What a I wonder if Wade would want to go. Isn't there a point that football and baseball are going on at the same time? A little bit of crossover. I doubt it's that late into October. No, that's like the week before the World Series starts. The playoffs will be over by then. But you could go to a September. You could probably find a September home game. In a in a game at the Giants, wouldn't that be rad? Yeah, if you a little two sport. You could definitely find that with the A's in town or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Ricky Henderson Stadium is it still named that? Yeah, well, the field is Ricky Henderson Field, field. inside the Oakland Coliseum. Right, the field is named after Ricky. You know he's coming to the, the you know what deal. Oh yeah, might race him that night. Has have you raced him yet? 
um, he wouldn't race me. He said, Chad, you look too fast. He actually said, no, I ain't pulling no hamstring. <laughs> who, who did you race in waders or something like that back in the day? Oh, back, well, back at UNLV, I raced Dion a bunch. Um, in waders, I raced – who did I race in waders and smoked them? I can't remember. I can picture the footage, yeah. That wasn't when you wore that singlet into that bar, was it? Um, what was the bet you lost for that? Last mallard, uh, last mallard on the Snake River. I said, "There's no way we'll kill another mallard." And one come in. Same thing happened to me on the episode of Montana when I had to get waxed. my chest waxed. <laughs> it was like the year the forty year virgin came out. Forty year old virgin. Maybe you should bring that back for season sixteen. God, I remember. It's like he had the salon on speed dial, the waxing salon. One mallard come in, like one minute left in daylight, and one green hand. I had to hunt like we were hunting, so I called. Mah, 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 and he, Come right in. We killed it. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Happened in Idaho, too. Chad Ryan made me wear that singlet into the bar in Star, Idaho. And out in the cornfield when it was snowing, wasn't it? No, that was South Dakota. I lost the bet, the cheeseburger bet to Clark Dixon. Oh, that's right. He had two triples in five minutes. He ate them both in like two and a half minutes. Didn't he do the six saltine trick, too, or something oh, like yeah. that? He's the only one I've ever seen do it. Three packets of saltines. That's a, With that's no a water. That's a dangerous trick. You have no drink. It's almost humanly impossible unless you're that guy. I don't know how he did it. Hmm. Oil field worker. Huh? He's an oil field worker. So this guy, this, this firefighter is telling me this story. I wrote it down. Look what I wrote down. Jim's story on his brother, Bo. He's te- Bo's hilarious. If you watch The Foul Life, he's on the first New York episode this year, and he's got one of those flipper gloves that has the thing that comes over your fingertips, you know? Oh, yeah. And he calls it the uh, the uh, Mamba, and he's got a face written on it, and, like, he'll attack people with it, like, all over <laughs> if they're not paying attention and shit. So this guy's funny. So Jim's telling me the story that Bo's tired of his wife bitching at him. So he's working on the house, and he's doing this job where he's, he's – uh, He's uh, putting in new flooring, right? So, and she'd be like, "Bow!" So he freaking takes tape and he tapes it to the 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 uh, the trigger on the nail gun, and just kind of holds it down to where it's going. Pss, 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 and he keeps the compressor running. The air gun's empty, so all you hear, all she hears is pss, like he's up there working, and he's he's up the street at the Irish pub the whole time. And Jim's Jim's like. Jim's like, hey, where are you at? Aren't you working at your house? He's like, no. And he tells his brother this whole story. He's like, dude, I got the tape. I put it on the trigger of the gun. I <laughs> snuck out of there. It sound. I listened before I left. It sounded perfect. Like that. That uh, is kind of like a prank deal, I guess. Kind of a prank. What would that be called when you're when you set something up? You know, because you've done it before to where, like, when you're a kid, you put your pillows under your blankets to where you you're sleeping in your bed, right? Oh yeah. It's like a, what is that called? It's kind of like a mirage or like a, you're faking them out, but is there a name for that? Hey everybody, it's Chad Belling with the Foul Life Podcast. I'm so excited to announce the 2023 Benelli Migration Madness Sweepstakes. From August 1st through October 31st, 2023, go to shoot-on.com. Again, that is shoot-on.com forward slash Benelli Migration Madness for your chance to be entered to win over $15,000 in prizes, including a collection of Benelli Super Black Eagle 3s and three and a half inch 
inch 12 gauge, three inch 20 gauge, and the new 28 gauge all decked out in the new Realtree Max 7 camouflage pattern. Also included is a $4,000 online shopping spree from our friends at Banded, Greenhead Gear, and Avery Outdoors, plus three cases of ammo for each of the SBE3s from Federal Premium and a pair of Wing Shooter Alpha Shield hearing protection that are valued at over $1,400 a pair. It's the 2023 Benelli Migration Madness Sweepstakes brought to you by our friends at Banded and Federal Premium Ammunition from August 1st to October 31st. Again, go to shoot-on.com forward slash Benelli Migration Madness to be entered to win that $15,000 in prizes. I'm Chad Belding from the Foul Life TV and the Foul Life Podcast. Good luck to everybody. I mean, I guess it, I guess it would be a prank if you then like did something to him, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it used to be. We did it to sneak out, you know, stack your pillows under the thing and yeah, but what is it called? Is it a prank? It's not really a prank. It's not really is a it? prank. No. Uh, What's a prank? Prank. I thought where I thought you were going with the tape thing is have you seen? I've been seeing them lately where they take like the shrink wrap and they put it like on the door jam at like face height, you know, or the door, you know, opening. And then yeah, when but, people walk in, it hits them in the face because it's clear. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like ladies with makeup, it leaves like their makeup print on it. So, so a lot funny. of the stuff that Knoxville did was yeah, pranks. dude. Oh yeah, jackass. All, that whole thing. God, you've been seeing them. You don't. I guess you. How old look. they look? They're in a huge feud. Bam Margera is like all strung out on drugs. I know that. I saw he was in and out of rehab. But Steve-O got healthy, and him and him and Johnny are cool, aren't they? Him and Johnny are, but Bam hates the I, – I think they're all, kind of all against Bam maybe. And, uh, yeah, dude, they're all doing a bunch of shit talking online. Bam Margera released like a disc tape, disc track with like a rapper. I wonder if they like hosed him on money or if he didn't have any ownership in the original or something. No, I think he just – he got spun out on drugs. I don't maybe borrowed money from them or, or he got, no, he got mad because he's not in the new jackass, the latest one they did. Yeah. And he got pissed about that, but he, he, did? he, he was all strung out and they told him he had to be sober to do the movie and he couldn't do it. So that's why he's mad at all them. But you know, I think he was mad at like Johnny Knoxville and that Jeff Tremaine dude or whatever. And then now, now he's fighting with Steve O and, uh, remember that dude Brandon that used to be like his best friend Novak? Yeah, they, fighting with him too. Yeah, it's it's bad, sad. Yeah, because Bam and his dad and mom are like a big part of the original ones. Oh yeah, wasn't there the ones with the alligator in the kitchen mm-hmm. or whatever? Well, he'd always yeah, mess with his old it, man. It spun off, and he had his own show and everything. Uh, yeah, they were. He was a huge part of it. He was. I mean, he was like the number two guy, right? I mean. If you look back at that old stuff, like Steve O's there doing all the real crazy stuff, but like Bam and Johnny and uh they're the main guys, you know. And Bam yeah, was Bam famous. Bam was from, always number two. Yeah, and he was famous from skateboarding. That's what he one of the things I saw is he was like he gave up a twenty million dollar skate contract with Element to do Jackass. And then and then he feels like they just left him out in the cold, you know, and that he gave is up. Is he 20 out of million. money or something? It didn't look like it. I mean, he had a lot of jewelry on. He was in a really nice car. He, you know, he was in L.A. fighting with his ex-wife and trying to get visitation with his kid and stuff. But, yeah, I, I definitely think he's down a dark path for sure. I'll look up his net worth real quick, see if he's broke yet. Would they know by now, though? Would they know already? I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's lost a lot of money. What's it say he's worth? One million. 
Really? Yeah. What's Johnny Knoxville worth? He's got to be worth a hundred. Oh, wait a minute. One one says one million and one says fifty five million. Something's wrong with that top one. I think Johnny Knoxville is a hundred million guy, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred fifty. He's got million. another show coming out right now. I saw it where it's a good talent show of of stunts. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville, ninety million. So we were close. Ninety million, off a of paper cut in between your toes and getting your balls stabbed. I was gonna bull. say, man, they 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 did some bad things to themselves. They gotta feel like total garbage right now in life, as far as their bodies. They oh have yeah, I to. mean Knoxville looks like he's he looks like he's a hundred. He looks a hundred years old. Yeah, he don't look good. No, like, uh, you don't look at him and go, "That's a good looking dude." And Steve O. <laughs> Steve-O looks okay. Not He doesn't look... He was about dead. Yeah. He looks okay for being a, about a, be, being a corpse. Bam, Bam looks young, but Bam looks like a druggie right now. What was now. Bam doing on all that stuff? I saw... I saw... Um, a con... He was... He was on a TV show, like, at a theater. Like, doing a show at a theater or something. Hmm. He's like doing a, a, he was like doing judging? A, like a lot. No, he's, like, doing a live show. Hmm. or something with somebody. You got to find out what that was. I swear he was. He was like part of a. No, I saw it. He was being advertised in San Francisco or somewhere for the Bam Margera was selling out theater or selling tickets to theaters to try to. I don't know what kind of show it was. Is it a comedy show? Is he trying to be a comedian? I wonder. Is it? I haven't seen him. Uh. Now everything you read about him is turbulent, like we were just talking about with all them. Settled the jackass forever lawsuit. What, would he sue them? Oh, yeah, for them not letting him off. I wonder what he got for it. Do you think they, that he, they had to pay him? I would think so. I mean, he like you said, he's the number two guy. He's, he's the franchise, you know? Yeah, and he was a face of that forever, so like, you can't, you can't discount that when you go, if you just go and make another one. Yeah. I don't know. I thought he was doing something in theaters, but maybe I was wrong. I wonder if he has like a comedy show or something like that or like a stand. What did you, you type know? in? I put J- Bam Margera recent work, but I'm going to try stand up right now. Oh, yeah. Stand up. Is it? Uh, you Did you see it earlier this year? Huh? It looks like he tried to do some kind of stand up. It says it was no good. It does? Mm hmm. Bam Margera tours and concerts. Does Bam Margera still live in West Coast? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. So hot August nights, you had your what kind of what? What's your car? A nineteen sixty eight Caddy. Sixty six Caddy. Nineteen sixty six yeah. Caddy, all pimped out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it a fun week at the car show? Yeah, I I had fun. Uh, you know, Wednesday was fun when you and I and Sean went out and cruised around i thought the grand sierra was a little too crowded and a little bit disorganized but uh and then thursday thursday i just went to a little uh afternoon deal i didn't even i was probably there for a half hour but it was too hot and then uh friday i didn't even go out uh and then saturday i i had a great time you came down for that too saturday is my favorite day because we just what time did you stay till I think I got home at like 10. So I was there for 12 hours, but no driving. Did you feel bad the next day? No. 
the only uh, my feet and legs were just a little bit sore from standing on the concrete all day. You know, did you drink all day? All day. Just beer. Yeah. Ugh, God, how do you do that? I probably had twenty five beers. For real? I towards the end, I was starting to get sick of them. Mixed in a couple of seltzers, Ew. but there was no hard booze, which was nice. You don't like the hard booze anymore? I lo- oh, I love it, but then it's a whole different ball game. Then then I got to be out till one or two. By ten, I was just kind of tired. And did anybody stay out later than that from the crew? Yeah, uh, I think some of them were there till eleven, and then there's part of that crew that they'll go like downtown. I, last year, a couple of them were out till like six in the morning. They still... I was out till two thirty in the morning that day. Were you really? We left you and went down and met Corning Ford owners in at uh, Louis. How was that? It was awesome. They took good care of us. Did they have pecans? And I wasn't driving. You know, we left we left our ride where you were. Um, had pecans, had ribeye, lamb chops, Jimmy Ray style sweetbreads, oxtails, and then they had all the sides, obviously. And then did everyone the, like it? I guess the the Corning Ford guys probably eat it where they're from, but Jim probably yeah, never but they had love, it. They haven't had sweetbreads like that. The sweetbreads, they're the best sweetbreads there are. And then that we oh and we had tongue, and I got a whole side of tongue, and it was amazing. It's the tongue at at Louis is tough to beat too. And so then we tender. left there. We went to the drags and met Jen for her birthday. Had drinks there. Watched like two hours of the drag races. Then went there, went downtown that that city, and went uh, to the bars down there, and stayed out until two two thirty. I had the firefighters from New York here, and and stayed out with Jen and her sister. Were and the just, bars busier than when we were there Wednesday? One was closed a hundred percent. The the newer one, and then the one next door was packed patty and irene's was packed yeah so i don't understand why the other one would close but um i don't know just weird unless there's like a reputation thing where people go to patty that one you just said um but yeah it was fun it's just like the next day i'm I'm more i i still like to go out and have a good time but i don't need that kind of i don't if, don't if, the if there's something finger. like ha- being with jan if it wasn't her birthday i wouldn't have stayed out but i was supporting her birthday and having fun with her but I don't want to just go out like that and drink to drink that late, man. Because I want to get up and be able to – and we did. We got up and Jim went to the airport and, you know, I worked all day Sunday. But you just – no matter who you are, you don't feel – alcohol – I don't get real hung over to where I'm, like, sick. But alcohol is not good for you No. to, like, want to be active and have – energy and all that stuff it depresses your whole body your metabolism well dehydrates the dehydrates the hell out of you yeah it's just it's but man it's fun while it's happening it is fun i mean it was it was one of those things to where you saw jillian jp yeah oh yeah at the at the drags yeah got a drink from them of course your dad insulted me (laughs) your father-in-law insulted me um but yeah we had to i offered to help him pick up their they were like starting to break down their booths you know oh yeah i went back on sunday morning and broke down a bunch of it oh you did Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> did you get paid i don't know you don't Not know yet. you just wait to see if there's some added to something, her check something pops up yeah oh god so you can't go to new york with me i've been begging you to go to new york that trip's gonna be amazing canada's gonna be amazing Fun times, dude. You're just missing out all these epic trips. 
What are you going? How are you getting up to? Are you driving up to Canada? I don't know if my schedule is going to permit it. The crew will because we get, we're going to have at least one truck and twenty four foot trailer meeting Jack Daniels crew up there and some other people. We're they want to go to Canada. They're going. They already. Are they're the going trip. to Canada? Yeah. Eight of them. Wow. They're all at Sturgis right now. Are you sending not going me, this year? Sending me videos. I'm going next year. I took a year off. I'm going. And next I wish year I was too. going because tomorrow night or tonight yeah tomorrow night is whiskey myers we're all going next year Who's with our weird? bikes See, i didn't even hear this i didn't i didn't get part of this is it either tw- is it this next year 2025 yeah no 2024 oh never mind then two years from now you're not going next year i'm not going to bring my bike next year why 2025 is that like a big thing well that's five years since i went last it's very hard on the body it's <laughs> Sturgis. I wanted to. I've wanted to go every year since. The greatest. It was one of the greatest times I've ever had. But it was a lot of. It was a lot of drinking and riding and not together and and a lot of bad food and all that stuff. Like eating bad food. Yeah. Yeah. You got to there. I mean, the big thing there is like at the Loud American, the steak, the fried steak bites, and then they have the three, two, one, three, three drinks for the price of two in one cup. Yeah. And that's like the most famous thing on Main Street. Yeah. And that gets you smoked. But and that, then it, the, it's so fun. The music oh, and all the concerts. The best. The, the only, <laughs> the, that the, that was my only one complaint with like, but I, like, I'm like you, I, I don't get a hangover to where I'm like real sick or anything. Like I'm, I'm going to get up still at the same time. I always get up and all that, but I don't want to eat, you know, fried food over and over and over and over and over, you know, like no you got to discipline yourself you got to get an airbnb it's hard it's hard you got to get an airbnb and cook See, we stayed in a trailer but then it was like you get on your bike and you you're out and you think you're going to be able to go to a place and get some food and all they got is burgers and fries and saddlebags or like can't can't you put like a little soft cooler on your bike somewhere and have like sandwiches you could see it's all about prep i mean that's what i said every five years i'll go there because when you get up and it's like well let's go get a breakfast burrito and a bloody mary and then you know go downtown it's pretty hard to make a sandwich and prep i mean that's not very biker either you know no it's not you don't want to have a picnic wait let me your... get my bologna out guys hold on my <laughs> yeah. bologna has a first i've name. got a veggie wrap in it's my bag H-A-R-L-E-Y. that i'm gonna have guys i don't want that bison burger i got a veggie wrap i'm gonna eat but again like when i told jack daniels that i wasn't coming it was here the response was it'll be there next year it's one of those events that doesn't change. It's the yeah. same thing. Now, the chip has different concerts, and it's cool to go see that, but every year I've been, it's the same thing. It's the same tents, the same vendors, the same leather workers, the same ACDC tribute band. Yep. Um, the Loud American had good music at it last year. I got to see I love it there. I love the owner and the family of that place. I love being with the Jack Daniels crew. I love Kevin the Barrel Man's there and running into friends, but it just seems that, yeah, if you take a year off, it ain't no big deal. It, when you go there and, and when you go there next year or in two years, it'll be the same it was when yep, you were there. It'll be and Mount Rushmore is not going to change. You know the the yeah. windy roads aren't going to change. Deadwood's not going to change. None of that stuff's going to change. Do you go back to Mount Rushmore? Do you go see it again? Uh, only if you have somebody new in the crew, right? No, I, I. But we did not get to see the other one. Um, you know the Big Native Horn? American guy, Bighorn or whatever. Yeah. Uh, which I heard is really cool, and it looked not the, the picture. Ballad Bighorn. It's a uh, uh, gosh dang it! 
pictures with is it there. Sitting Bull? Yes. No. Why are you being so dumb? I just saw. Uh, man. Are you looking it up too? I'm trying to. Crazy horse. Crazy horse. I just, horse hit my head right when I was sitting there and yeah. I couldn't finish That thing's it. pretty cool how they're doing that. You've heard us talking about how much we travel. Our trailers, our trucks, Corning Ford, Mickey Thompson tires, bodyguard bumpers. We have a leer on every one of our rigs. F-150s, F-250s, F-350s. There's some other trucks out there by other manufacturers. We don't mention those. We believe in Ford. And we believe in Lear. We believe in security, protection from the elements, the rain, the snow, the hail, security for our dogs, our kennels anchored down in our truck bed, covered by the Lear, windows open for breathability and oxygen and air. We believe in making sure that when we stop at a hotel or a lodge, that that Lear is locked, side windows that could pop up and for easy access, the back window, the tailgate down, everything is locked. There's so many different levels of security with your Lear. It's all prompted by your door locks and the electrical system in your trucks. Capital L, capital E, capital E, capital R. Lear toppers, check them out. We are so proud and honored to be partnered with Lear and we never ever take a trip without making sure that our trucks are loaded down and protected, full security. By Lear Toppers. I'm Chad Belding, the host of the Foul Life TV and the Foul Life Podcast. Thank you so much for supporting the brands that support us. Thank you for having a Lear on your next truck. The provider. Have you had the wing sauce? Oh, yeah. Do you love it? I do. Do you love the name of it? The right wing sauce, I do. Isn't good that label. a cool name? The right wing sauce. Good label. It's good. It's an unbelievable taste. Joel Cleefish, our buddy up in Wisconsin, came up with that recipe. And we're in New York right by buffalo and we're going to this local place called doug's in the city we're hunting out of in september and i'm like dude he starts telling me this story about this wing sauce i'm like we'll fly some in here let's see and we go to doug's we knew we knew the we got to know the owner and some of the workers because one of the guys we were hunting with knew him and he introduced us we're like we come in here on wednesday night wing night wednesday it's wednesday wing night and all the locals are there can we toss some of the sauce and see what people think and that's what we did overnighted it in from wisconsin tried it out on their wings and that's when I said, we're going to do this. We're going to put it in the provider line. So now you can get the provider right wing sauce at theproviderlife.com. It's going to be on wings and fried pickles and other dishes at Nashville Scoreboard, the Nashville Palace, the other restaurants in Nashville. Dip your chicken fingers in it. Dip your chicken fingers. We had it at Pinocchio's that day. Mm-hmm. Plus all of our dry rubs, the brand new brand beef rub, the brand new mother cluck and chicken rub, plus our 10 originals, the fowl, the sonora, the flaky, the spawn. The Crosshairs, the Dragon, the Brit, the Drop Tine, the Swine is our pork rub. We got so many good rubs. The proof's in the pudding. The flavor's unbelievable. The experience is unbelievable. Don't forget to get your hands on a provider cookbook. 80 recipes. Chad Mendez, myself, Clint Clay, Alex, Jennifer, Tom, I mean, Dan Henderson. There's so many different recipes in there from families. Billy Bogies, Smothered Deer Steak from Prairie Wings, Duck Camp, Arkansas, USA. We're proud of the Provider Cookbook. We're proud of the Provider. Check us out at theproviderlife.com. Get your rubs, get your cookbook, get your right wing sauce, and check out the Provider TV on My Outdoor TV, the Mo TV app. Brand new episodes for season two are going to be, be be releasing very soon. And you also could check out the Provider YouTube channel. And I ain't going to say a lot about it, but we got another podcast coming. 
might be called the provider or the provider life keep your ears open for that we got an awesome host that's going to be taking us down that road everything provider from grilling and chilling and butchering and processing and foraging and marinating whatever you talk about with your wild game your domestic meats your gardening your vegetables your desserts you're going to hear it on the up and coming the provider podcast alex you love the provider i do you heard it here alex crosby loves the provider but it's been going on forever, but and I never knew. Do you know why it's been going on for so long? Yeah. Oh. They I, told the whole story when we were there. Oh. Did you I, just learn I didn't it? know you went. Yeah, I just learned it's because they don't want any federal money to pay for it. So Yeah. And they've had to have new artists work on it. Yeah. And it takes a lot of money to do that because it's like cranes and oh, yeah. I mean, it's blasting like huge, and yeah, all, blasting all that and all stuff. That stuff. I enjoyed Mount Rushmore. You, you know, luckily, I went during COVID, and I say luckily because – we rode right into Mount Rushmore, rode right in, parked our bikes, walked out, had full rain of the thing, drank a couple beers, hung out. They you said all, you should always have that. Oh, didn't know they said in years past, like they said the it was like the seventy fifth anniversary of Sturgis or something like that. It was an hour and a half to two hours sitting on your bike just to get into park to go up, and then they said when you got to that, really, we drove air, right in. But you kind of went during COVID times too, man. No, I went last year. Well, I don't. I bet you it hasn't fully rebounded from. They no, they the, told me the dude told me at the seventy fifth anniversary there was a million, one point five to or something to two million people in Sturgis that year. And I don't know. He he seemed like a pretty knowledgeable dude on it. I don't know if that if he's right or wrong, but there was way less people there when I went. Way less. There was a lot last year. They said that in the eighty second one, which was not last year but the year before, which the Hell's Angels were a big part of that one. Because that's their number, right? 81st. 80, 80, or the 81st. So two years ago, they said there was 800,000 bikes there. Yeah, but that's still down, if you believe what yeah, that guy I'm thought. Not, I'm just saying that's how many bikes were there. Yeah. I don't know how many people. But we w- we went right up into all those to, to Rushmore and uh, Crazy Horse and the the tunnel, you know, the, oh, yeah. the, the needle needles tunnel, or whatever. The needle yeah. highway. That was fun. We did all that. You know what, though, man? I, when we did the needles – I just I don't know the area and that day we rode with a guy that really knew the area and he said something he's like yeah we'll get up over this thing and then then there's like a lake and a little restaurant and bar and all that stuff and I'm like cool I had no idea I had to I had to take a leak dude and we're going through that whole thing and all I could think about the whole time was how bad I had to go to the bathroom and there was nowhere to pull over <laughs> and I'm the whole time I'm like dude where where is this lake like I'm two seconds away from peeing my pants so I enjoyed it don't get me wrong but I was definitely focused on other stuff did you guys do like the wildlife tour that big wildlife park up there no, no, I no. saw bighorn sheep antelope saw a lot of different animals deer. I saw bison uh deer sheep we saw uh one morning we got up early one morning to go to deadwood and we were going through you know and there was kind of that ag land that was right there saw a big old red fox running through this uh field and then dude tons of white-tailed deer tons what of do them. you do when you're in deadwood you guys go up there in like a virginia city yeah. tour, you hit a couple bars yeah just all bars all so do you stay all day yeah so what do you how do you sober back up to ride back down you just don't drink as much because that's the whole highway is full of all those oh. X's of deaths. But the, the, yeah, don't get me wrong, but also they have zero tolerance for like DUI, uh, you know, on anything really, but they're really watching the bikes during street vibrations. So do you like, 
the ride up and the ride down, or do you like the thrill of being in Deadwood? So why would you not like Uber up there for the day, for lack of better terms, and how and enjoy Deadwood for the way you? Because I, I, I know how you are. I I didn't know that that was like an option. And then we met the dude that had like, because I don't think they, they might have Uber. I don't know. But we met a dude yeah, that. trams and, and, and shuttles. And yeah. Stuff. And this dude has a, he has two old. The Cadillac um, cowboy or the cowboy yeah, Cadillac. With those uh, international limousines. Yeah. Well, then also we, we got to know him so well because we were taking him every night to go into downtown so we wouldn't have to ride. Uh, his wife picked us up one night in their personal pickup truck because the, the limos were busy or whatever. Had I known, I would love to go out there in a car or whatever and just hang out all day. Because, yeah, it's always in the back of your mind. So it's like you go to a bar and you have, a you know, one beer yeah. and you kind of hang out and do whatever. And then you walk to the next one and, you know, maybe you don't have a beer. Yeah, you you have to be careful. And they got cool bars up there. Oh, dude. Where Wild Bill Hitchcock was killed. And, yep. And all the – they got some really cool – and the music's always good up oh, there and the people are always cool. They had a – like a bike uh, – like a chopper show in the park, which – was right across the street from a newer bar there, but it was still a cool bar. And uh, you could sit like on the, all the windows opened up and you could sit and you, you could watch the, you know, the chopper show going on right there while you were sitting in a bar hanging out. But then, yeah, seeing all that old West stuff, that's all we did. We were there all day. We start, we parked at one. We act, I actually got a parking ticket. It was funny. Got a parking ticket on my motorcycle. We were there all day and uh, I didn't want it to come back and bite me in the ass. So, I called right when I got home and I'm like, Hey, I want to pay this ticket. And it was the hardest thing, you know, here, if you get a parking ticket, you, you jump online and pay your fine and it's over with. They don't have that in Deadwood. Like I had to talk to like the sheriff and then like the, you know, the, the under judge, like uh secretary. And I'm like, do you, what do you want me to do? Mail you? Yeah. They're like, just mail us a check for 2150 or whatever. And in, uh, if you have the envelope we gave you, just put the envelope in there too. And I'm like, I just don't want to come back, you know, in a couple of years and get my bike towed or something, you know, and they're all laughing. They're like, no, nah, it's not like that. Like, you got oh, one on okay. your bike, huh? Yeah. So if you had to do it again, you'd go up there and party. Yeah. I would would the group want to do that? Well, yeah. I've never been to Deadwood at night. I wonder how it is at night. It seemed seems to like really slow time. down. Yeah. It seemed like, cause we were there. We, we ate dinner there and everything. That was the one, one of the good meals was we, they had a steakhouse upstairs and one of the things. So we stayed there past dinner and it was pretty, it was pretty died out by the time. Cause I think everybody wants to go to Sturgis, you know, at, at night. So I think that it kind of, yeah, I've heard both. Like you have fun at night, but I also heard you got to be careful down there too. A lot of people refrain from really going out down there because of some of the danger that can happen. Yeah. I mean, Hey, the, the biker, the bike culture has a lot of, you know, you got a lot of people with a lot of weird personalities and stuff that ride motorcycles. It just is what it is. And, you know, then you got a lot of wannabe guys that are trying to impress people. And so, yeah, fighting and things like that are happening all the time. And, but I don't know. I, everything was pretty mellow. We went out pretty much every, well, we did go out every night in Sturgis or at, at one of the camps every night. And we never, never had any problems but i guess again, when i was there was when like some things went down with some hits and and that and they're like be careful when you go out tonight i went out last year i went out to the loud american i went to the clay walker concert at you went to the chip didn't you i went to the chip that was for john party um i saw kid rock at the chip the year before 
What's the bar in town? Like, it's like the only, it's the oldest bar there. It's not the one-eyed Jacks. No, that's the boxing one, right? No. What's the boxing one is? The boxing one fight. is the knuckle. The knuckle. Um, that was one-eyed Jack. And then it, the knuckles here, then one-eyed Jacks here. Then it's across the street right here. And it's got the big concert hall there. I went and saw Clay Walker there. It's not, it's not the, what's the one out on the outskirts, the iron horse. Or what's that one that everybody goes yeah. to have the TV show? Yeah. Oh, no, that's the um, – oh, man. It burned down, and then they rebuilt then it. They I rebuilt can picture it. the guy's face. It's got the – that's a pretty cool place. You don't yeah. remember what it's I, called? I can't think of it for some reason right now. But I didn't get to go there. We, when we were on our way there, they had a fatal motorcycle wreck, and they had that road closed, so I never got to go. That's Full Throttle Saloon. Full Throttle. The Knuckle, the Dungeon – one-eyed jacks. The dungeon was rad. Side hack, oasis. Where's the one that I went? Iron horse. So the iron horse is the one. That's oh yeah, right with the concert. Down. Yeah, yeah. That's where I saw Clay Walker. We st- so we stayed at the iron horse campground, which is their like, uh, it's their campground, yeah. and they have a shuttle that goes back and forth all day and all night from the iron horse to the iron horse campground. So a couple nights we jumped on that shuttle when we couldn't get that limo and stuff. But that's a cool place. Iron horses. But the, my favorite is the Loud American. Yeah, the Loud American, the great. And it's that's the where only, the jack tent goes up. And it's the only yeah, and it's the only one that's uh open year round. Yeah. Is the Loud American. One eyed Jack's pretty fun too. It's like three stories or yeah, three stories, I think. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. I don't think we went there. The dungeon's fun. The dungeon's like a it's just a door up on street level. And then you go in and you immediately go downstairs into like a little like concrete bar, like with dude bras on all the ceilings and dollar bills stapled all over it. Loud. Just really? like, it's kind of like a Virginia city bar. Kind of like it was cool. We went there a couple of times. Did you, did you do, um, what was the longest tour that you guys would do hundred miles in a day or what do you do? No, we did. Well, we did 200 the day we saw, Rushmore, we did like two hundred and like two hundred and twenty something miles. We had, I had to get gas, which so it was well over one hundred and fifty, uh, and it was it was fun, but it was too much. If we would have done that like on the first day or something before, it was just a lot, dude. It was you know it was every night out in the in town, and then getting up you know half you know halfway early and riding around and then you know back in town or like you know all day at deadwood it's just a lot of partying and hanging out it was great yeah i i I don't know how i would feel about those long ass motorcycle rides those things just don't seem comfortable what is cool depends what you ride what is cool about riding them what is it about it is it the whole air in your hair like yeah because you don't have to wear a helmet and all that but what is cool about it Uh, they're loud they're obnoxious yeah they're dangerous is fuck what is cool about it like i'm not i'm just playing devil's advocate because i've never ridden one but and i love dirt bikes and i think jumping on a dirt bike and going around a track is cool but what is cool about those long harley rides well it's the whole thing i mean so it depends what kind of bike you ride you know i ride a, a bike that has a you know it's got a fairing in the front of it so the wind gets blown away from you and you got you know it's got a stereo in it so you're listening to tunes and cruising along and you know typically it's nice weather that was you know that's what's nice about sturgis is it's not super hot up there 
you know, here during like street vibrations, you get smoked, you know, well, some years, some years it's cold, but you ride like your bike during the summer here. It's so hot. Um, but yeah, it's just the, it's all of it's the, and then, you know, when you're riding with a group of people, it's fun too. You know, you stop, you're not just like going for, I guess some people do, but we go, you know, we go for 30, 40, 50 miles and you pull over and have a beer somewhere or whatever, or eat lunch or, you know, do whatever. And then ride a few more and do the same. And so you're not just that in a car though. What is cool about being on these obnoxious, loud crotch? Well, I like the sound of irritable crotch irritating (laughs) bikes. These are, these are, you know, more laid back. I don't know. They're just great. I think part of it is, yeah, you're, you're cheating death, you know, which is fun. (laughs) There it is. You get your, your adrenaline's going, but that's the same as a dirt bike just without the car aspect. So will you ride your bike from here to Sturgis no. when you go? You'll transport it and trailer yeah. trailer and transport it? Yeah. Why? If they're so fun to ride. There's a there's a limit to what I want to ride. But why? Like wouldn't that be the coolest to go from here across Utah, across Wyoming? If I had more time, that's part of it too, man. Did you, you ride them last time? No, we no, we trailered there. But we and we drove almost we didn't drive straight through, but we drove like you. You know, we, we did a big, long run there, pulled over and slept for a couple hours, got out and then got there. So, because, you know, my friends that ride up there, they take 14 days to do it. Right. To, to, to be there and back because it takes, you know, three or four or five days to get up there. Then you want three or four days, five days in Sturgis. And then you got three or four or five days on the way back. So it's like, that's a lot, you know, I, I, I don't want to spend all my, you know, time, on one trip you know i've always i'd rather go somewhere for two or three days or go somewhere for a week and you know if you if you live by the traditional you know you got two weeks of vacation which i haven't done that in a long time but still i don't i don't take off a ton of work you know i want to be productive in life so for me to do 14 days that would be tough and that would be how i wanted to do it you know i would want to ride like my friends rode to winnemucca the first day so they could eat at the star or the uh martin you know and then they they went to like you know a little bit past elko or whatever so which would be fun don't get me wrong i would love to go winnemucca and eat at the martin and then go to elko and eat at the star and then go you know like wait that's a short drive the next day i know but i'm just saying like you know so it would be better to break it up versus haul ass you know ride a bike for 12 hours a day you take two weeks and do it i could but it I wouldn't want to. Okay. So when you're up there and you're camping, how far out was that campground? Is it right in town? No. Um, it was a couple miles out of would town. Would you guys ride into town at night to party? Or would you? Unless Uber? we were, the, the nights we knew we were going to, like when we went to midget wrestling at the knuckle, we knew we were going to drink too much. So we, we took the limo in, the, the international limo. The night we went to, uh, we saw a concert at the All-American. We took the limo in. Uh, you know, some of the nights when you're tired and you know you're not going to do very much, we rode our bikes in, but it's they they're very strict there, dude. Like, oh, yeah, it scared me. Well, you should be, I mean, everybody on those bikes should be disciplined. No, no, no. you you never want to drink and ride, but I mean, even having a couple beers was scary there. Who's who's confirmed to go on this 2025 trip? No one's confirmed, but we've been talking. Have you ever have you heard back from Bill yet on the table? No. Still haven't, but he's gotten back to you about this trip? Well, we talked about it before. 
<laughs> hey, Bill, if you're listening, I know you're a really good fighter. <laughs> Turn your text. Uh, but Billy wants to go in 2025. And then uh, Zach Felix that had that yellow Cadillac out there. Yeah, he wants, Chad's cousin. He wants to go. And then Ash, the dude that had that Ford pickup truck, he wants to go, I think, in 2025. You have Chad Felix's number? Yeah. Will you send it to me real quick, please? Yeah. Um, But, no, I mean, I think that at the end of the day they'll, they'll be those guys will all ride though so i i think what you said i would like to do you know take the bikes up on a on a trailer and stay at an airbnb would be cool instead of a trailer trailer but i don't know if you can uh i don't know if you can get one of those this late in the game maybe for 2025 we would be able to still um there you go will you stay at the same place i would yeah it was great they had a uh they had a bar like so they had that big bar in town but then their campground had a badass like outdoor covered patio bar three swimming pools uh they had like a little like one foot deep like wading pool type thing um you know they had food trucks out there every day they had a like a little shop you could go get coffee and stuff in the morning showers yeah it was great and it was funny because it's like your one neighbor will be a guy in a you know 1985 you know camp trailer and you know every dollar he's got's in his harley and then you then right two steps over is a prevost on self-leveling jacks towing an enclosed trailer that's paint matched that you know that dude will pull two of the nicest harley he's ever seen out of it you know we we camped next this one dude I, i never even got he was from new york or somewhere upstate new york he was a multi multi millionaire was in a prevost color match trailer badass cvo harley and then one night he came over to our camp we were out drinking beers or whatever and he just came and sat with us for like an hour and i mean dude he was talking about crazy stuff that he had like hot rods that are two hundred fifty thousand dollars and stuff like that and i never even asked him what he did for a living but he had crazy money a lot he was of those cool. people there, dude. The amount of money in Sturgis for that event. Ugh. But like I said, then you got a guy sleeping next to his it's chopper like it's on like a tent. Man. Yeah, in a tent. You got the guys that saved all year to hitchhike there yep. and get their ticket. Then you got guys that are rolling in there with on private planes or bringing a whole arsenal of RVs. Yep. And they set up a compound. Yeah, there's, crazy. there's some big money there. Yeah, there was guys, you know, every morning they're cleaning their motorcycles. And then, you know, there's guys that. And, and and we had neighbors that they were up at 6 a.m. You'd hear their bike start and they'd be they'd ride all day. Yeah, they you love know? it. Oh, they they love it. You anything, know, we anything um, on the professional front. No, I'm not just trying to jump from Sturgis, but I'm kind of. Well, I just been telling everyone I'm retired. Well, how are you going to afford <laughs> these Sturgis trips? <laughs> I have money, <laughs> but yeah, I don't have money to last me forever. But uh, yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't done anything yet. I haven't been really sitting around, you know. It's funny. It's kind of like when you get out of work, it's like, how did I ever have time to work with all the things that I'm doing? Which is BS. I'm just joking. But, no, I haven't done anything yet. Still Um, tying up some loose ends. Hey, you told me that you're cooking chowder for – the. when is the chowder due on the 31st? Yeah. Oh, when's the game? The 30th. I wish I could go this. Felix just invited me. You've never invited me. Or I mean, Frankie just invited me. 
Crosby and I are cooking Basque food at the Elks Lodge on the 31st of this month. What the hell does chowder have to do with Basque food? I guess red chowder is kind of Basque. They served it at some Basque restaurants. But it's not real Basco. That's more East Coast. I mean, you go to you go to Louis or used to go to the Santa Fe. They had chowder. You know, they'd rotate it on their soup thing. I mean, minestrone or something like that might be a little more common, but that's what they like me to make, so I make it. I smoke the clams on my Traeger and the cream the night before. That's why I can't stay as late as you want me to in San Francisco. I've never heard of you cooking in your life. You just don't pay attention. You don't cook. I've cooked clam chowder, smoked clam chowder for the Elks Lodge. This is going to be my third time. And, dude, they they rave about it. They want it back every time. I want to change. I want to do, like, minestrone or something easy. They won't let me go, dude. Um, they had a they had a Michelin star chef there last time I cooked it. She said how good it was. People are back there taking containers to go when I get done. Just so you know. I don't Once, buy it. Well, if you weren't out of town, you could come have it. So you're going to cook smoked clam chowder for this deal. What else will be on the Basque menu? We're doing leg of lamb. Uh, we do double fried French fries. I think we're doing chicken basquets uh, as like a starter course. So, uh, salad, clam chowder, French bread, chicken basquets. I'm pretty sure leg of lamb, French fries, beans, jack cheese, vanilla ice cream with uh chocolate syrup. Um. It's legit. And what is it for? Just you, the Elks Lodge. You know, you do it for the Elks. So the money that's raised stays at the Elks Lodge. But they, they just always want to have events and dinners and stuff there to get the members there. So I think it was either right before COVID or right maybe during COVID. We signed up to do a dinner, this bass dinner. And we did it and sold out. And then. But we don't sell out the whole lodge. When they do their crab feed, they do like 400 tickets. We do like 200 tickets for ours. Um, but we do it, you know, family style, just like you would at a Basque restaurant and have all the stuff. And it just, it just was a thing they didn't have. They had Italian night. You know, they had uh, Taco Tuesdays. They had, you know, all the other stuff kind of represented. We wanted to do Basque food for, you know, because Nevada, how prevalent it is. Well, that would have been cool, but I'm going to be speaking at a dinner that night in Chico. I know. I invited you. Remember? And then I'm hunting the next morning. Dove. Are you going to go out anywhere on opening day? No. You're really not? For Dove? Yeah. I used to do it here every once in a while, but no, I haven't gone in a long time. Dove hunting's fun. It is fun. It's tough here because it's public land and there's so many people that do it. If I got like invited to a sunflower field in Mason Valley or something, I would go. I used to go out there all the time and hammer them. A lot of mosquitoes. Yeah, I don't see a mosquito when I do it. They probably spray before you get there. Um, but we are going to go to a Giants game that day before, aren't we? That Tuesday. Or that Tuesday. Um, we're still going, isn't it? They're playing... Where, who are they playing? Are they playing? They're playing Cincinnati. Cincinnati Reds are in town. I'm picking you up at 10:30 a.m. 
Sacramento Airport. Right around then. Then we'll hit the lunch on the way. Where are we going to eat lunch in the Bay? I would go to the Tadish Grill if I got to pick. Where's that? Financial District, San Francisco. Oldest restaurant in San Francisco. Seafood. So good. You're buying? Well, I'm picking you up from the airport, so you have to buy. I got you all the passes and tickets. And you still owe me from the hotel via last time. I still haven't got a check from the hotel room last time. I tried to pay you. No, you didn't. You said, don't worry about it. Yeah, I know, because that's how I am. You didn't try to pay me. Yeah, I did. You didn't have money out. I pulled my Venmo out right then. I don't have Venmo. Neither do I. That's for people that want people to go, I don't have Venmo. That's crazy. You know I'm going to say guy's that. guy's wearing Crocs. You know I'm going to say that. I'm a cash guy. I know you just bought those Crocs with your Venmo account. I don't have a Venmo. Do you have that? I have no Venmo. I have nothing. I don't have any personal social media. Yeah. I don't do social media. You're all cash and credit card? Yeah. American Express, pay it off every month, gain those points. What have- do you use those points for? Everything from airfare to groceries to um, hotel rooms, resorts. They also have all of the new airport. I was um, going to say, are you a lounge guy? Yeah, you I, get get to, the, I get to go to all the American <sighs> Express lounges. Denver's got a Is sick it free one drinks Atlanta. in there? All free drinks. All and free food, food, right? They usually yeah. got a little spread out. Yeah, a lot of them are big. Like the Reno one's small, but it's got still got a, a bar. Yeah, and then you get to Denver. The food's amazing. It, it, I mean, it can. It's it's legit. So someone's standing there. You walk in there, order a drink, have a little something to eat. You got to show them your, your American Express card. You got to show them your ID, and you got to show them your boarding pass. Then you tip them a little bit. Yeah, you leave. You put a little tip on the table. A little a little something something for the effort for the bartenders. That's nice. It's legit. So yeah, man, you don't use American Express. I don't have an American Express. Oh, you need to get the black card. I have a I have a Wells Fargo you have platinum. A, you, have Vs. A, you have a Sears card. <laughs> I have a discovery. <laughs> discovery. I have a diner club. All right, that's breaking it down. Still waiting for an invite. To, I'm glad at Pacona. I really want to go to that. I invited you. Wonder if Wade will be there. He usually gets a table. So does his neighbor. He does. It's Who's a his good neighbor? time. Brian. Yeah. Big Brian. Well. No. Uh, Will Perwin get a table? Dunbar. They all come together. Andy. Uh, Does Crabtree come or is it dudes only? Crabby, no. Andy, uh, Bob Rager. Why don't you get Crabtree in there to help you cook? You need to get you need to get Jim over there, Ray, to do his paella. So one year we we did paella and he gave Frankie the recipe, kinda. And it, I mean, it was good. It came out really good. Everybody liked it, but I don't think it was the same. I think Jim kind of left out a couple things. Jim did his Caesar salad, which is in the provider cookbook for me the other night, and him and his wife did their lasagna, homemade lasagna. They can cook, dude. Yeah. Yeah, the Rays know how to cook. Breaking it down, Alex Crosby, Chad Belding, thank you to the one and only iconic Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey Jack Daniels. Enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking. I'm looking at bottles of single barrel right now. I hope you've had the chance to try the new Bonded, the new Triple Mash, the new 10, the new 12. Every drop made right there in Lynchburg, Tennessee, USA. Thank you for believing in us, Jack Daniels. Thank you for supporting our brands here at the this life ain't for everybody family a podcast which includes anna v's wing shooting where the payment ends the foul life this life ain't for everybody this breaking it down series plus a new one coming up i'm not going to let it out of the bag but we got a new one with a new host coming soon we're pushing hard we're working hard hope y'all are enjoying it listen to the song morning's going to come by the one and only brent cobb